Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Girls Got Goals, a podcast for the woman who is chasing her goals while balancing the demands of everyday life. I'm your host, Chelsea Reed. And I'm your host, Brittany Fraze. And in today's episode, we sit down with Natalie Lopes, a personal fitness coach with Team G-Fit to talk about how we can prioritize our health in a society that often makes us feel pressured to prioritize looks and why putting our health at the top of our priority list is so important and how it plays into our overall quality of life and happiness. Listen in. How's it going, Natalie? Very good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thank coming. you so much for coming. Um, so we are going to hop right in. Um, essentially, we're going to get started by asking you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the fitness industry. So I am a mom. I have two sons. One is nine and one is 13. So um, I've been doing the mom thing for a while. So it seems like who I was way back before that is just long gone. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I'm a mom. That's kind of what takes up, takes up most of my time. And, uh, that's actually part of the reason why I got into fitness. And, uh, that happens a lot. I see with women because obviously, um, having kids and, uh, pregnancy changes your body, makes you feel a certain way. So that is really kind of the way that I got into fitness. So were you involved in fitness before kids then? No. So like as a kid, I played some sports here and there, but most mostly like for the social aspect of it. Right. Um, fun fact, I actually failed gym in high school. <laughs> like, like the free the Is free that on class, your resume? Like free, free credit, I failed gym. I just like, I never really liked team sports and always like, I always, you know, had a little bit of anxiety about it. So I just never really liked it. So okay. But uh, just goes to show it's never too late to change your mind or to find a new passion. It doesn't matter what you were doing before. Uh, you can always start something new at any time. Totally. Yeah. So I guess take us back a little bit then. So you had both your kids and then what happened? So you're, you weren't comfortable with your body or how it looked? Pretty or? much. So like, grow, like growing up, I was always like, I guess you could say skinny, air quotes, right? Yeah. Like I never had to watch what I ate. I never exercised and I was always just like all right looking. I, I never appreciated it, but at the same time, it wasn't something that like I had to do to right. try and look a certain way. So then, yeah, like having kids really changed my body, right? And And I could no longer get away with just eating whatever I wanted and, and not exercising. I really didn't feel good about myself. I, I wasn't overweight, really. Right. Like, I wouldn't say I gained... I never gained a significant amount of weight, but my body just changed, mm-hmm. right? And and it was just really apparent that it wasn't going to work the way I was doing things previously, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's, yeah. like, every mom struggle. Because totally. your body, like, stretches out and it becomes a certain way. Yeah. And then you try and get I it back. hormones or... change. Totally. Like, I even feel, like, honestly, like, I feel like my organs moved inside and like never quite went back to where they were right like you know so so did you just sign up for a gym or did you like how did you so you were never in fitness before so then how did you kind of like get involved with it right so so actually what I first I mean my husband uh owns a construction company so especially at the time he was working like 12 14 hour days so Mm -hmm. my parents were at work uh, his parents were at work. I didn't even have friends that had kids because I was 23. So okay. I was like yeah. on my own. So I didn't really have anybody to babysit. I didn't really feel comfortable going to like mom groups. So yeah. I started running. Okay. I got a jogging stroller and I started walking and running. And that was kind of how I first started getting into it a little bit. 
Um, like, and it just felt so good for my mind, right? Yeah. Get out and like the endorphins from exercise. And then from there, then I got, you know, the Jillian Michaels DVDs and, uh, would just do a little bit of that at home. Mm -hmm. And I always worked out at home, like actually until January of this year, I worked at home. Wow. Yeah. January of this year is the first time I got a gym membership in like. That's wild. 15 years. Yeah. That's crazy. I feel yeah. like I've been seeing you in the gym forever. If you guys don't know, yeah. I work as well part-time at a at a Good Life Fitness, and that's actually where I had the opportunity to meet Natalie. But, yeah, I just feel like I've just always seen you there. Like, yeah, you just kind of belong there, right? Uh, <laughs> like yeah. the- no, it just started in January, so always was working out at home. So, okay. Was yeah. that from, like, um, just convenience, or was it ever from a point of feeling intimidated by a gym, maybe? Honestly, it was convenience, yeah. right? Because I did try to go to Shapes and try and drop my son off at the, the daycare in there. And he was like, he was one of the babies that was really attached to me, right? Like mm-hmm. I, he was, he screamed his head off. So yeah. I was like, okay, this is not going to work. <laughs> I will just continue to working, working out at home. So totally out of convenience. And then, you know, like same thing with my husband working those long hours. I, it meant either going at 5 a.m., which is not super desirable especially if you're not sleeping at night because you've got a baby and whatnot yeah, exactly. yeah. and then going late at night as soon as he got home that's not really going to work either right missing so, out on your family time missing out on family time and then you know he's had a long day at work and now I'm dumping the baby on him and, and taking off and then there's travel time and this is just was like this doesn't make sense I've got all day to do this so just and get when, it done when did you realize you wanted it to become a business uh you know what so just like over the years uh, obviously it just became something that was just, I just loved and because it just made me feel so good. Obviously my, like starting out, my motivation was to change the way I looked. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it didn't take long to realize how good it made me feel like on the inside. And maybe part of that was because of how it started to change the way I look, but just like mentally just taking time for myself was yeah. really what it was. It's like I was strapped to this baby. Like I said, I had no real help in terms of like in-laws or parents that could help out. So it was like, I was glued to this kid and which I love to death, obviously, but it's like, this was the only thing I could do that was just for me. Yeah. The 40 minutes or whatever it was that was just for me. It wasn't for anybody else. So I think for moms especially, that's a big thing when they start their their um, fitness journey is that it's almost just that decompressing time totally. and that solo time. Like yeah. That's what got me back into the gym actually after having Avery. I was craving adult interaction totally. as well as alone time yeah. so much. That that's when I started actually volunteering at a good life, just so I could bring her there, have some time with other people, yeah. and then I got a free gym membership, and then that's when I got into my fitness yeah. um, like regime again. And I think yeah. that for moms, it's just that way of having some quiet time, some sanity, and yeah, like not having someone attached to you twenty four seven. I get that. I'm the exact opposite. So I started off with playing sports, team sports, went into bodybuilding. Um, was a provincially qualified athlete in Alberta, and now I'm on the struggle bus, the exact yeah. opposite way. So I can't find, and I hear that a lot too, right? Or the opposite way to do it. And even um, I have a girlfriend, same thing. We did the opposite way, and for us, we're just like we've been so restricted that like our diets have changed, and now we don't understand or not not understand because we have that nutritional background. We have that, you know, I was a personal trainer at one point, but it's just finding out how to make it work without making us feel like we're now back at the point where we're right. like in a com- competitor's diet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's the middle? We don't yeah, know. It's I either know. all or nothing. And totally. then our kids are like cut from that. It's like, oh, mommy can't have ice cream with you today. Why not? Because I can't figure yeah. out how to 
have it without feeling guilty right or without like tracking macros yeah, you know? yeah. so that's where yeah. that comes from too so that's I, hard yeah sure. it is really hard and yeah. I guess that kind of talks about you know where our priorities lie to as a as a woman yeah. I think and as a mother a lot of times like we can feel guilty for that right for totally. guilty for um, mm-hmm. wanting to take that time for ourselves or wanting to exercise yeah. or getting that in place but Mm -hmm. yeah so like in terms of like how it sort of morphed into becoming like a job for me it was like obviously my kids got older and they went to school like I said my my kids are nine and 13 now so they went to school uh and then and there's four years between them so Mm -hmm. eventually you know they went to school and I had time and I I was still really loving the fitness aspect um and and training and everything and and just became something I was really passionate about and I've never really been the kind of person to just sit still like I've always been fairly hyperactive I actually used to do uh like make wedding cakes and stuff for people really yeah like even with the kids so it's like the polar opposite of the personal training thing um but that just kind of started getting in the way of like family time because events were always on the weekend right weddings birthdays always on the weekend so it just wasn't working anymore so it's like what can I do you know that is something that I love that keeps me busy and something that was like I started looking into the personal training thing and the group fitness stuff. And like group fitness is really something that I love doing, like motivating like a group of people and feeling the energy of a group. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it just was like a way that I could do something that I love from home that would still give me flexibility to be with my kids. And again, because my husband works, it's like such a demanding job. Like I need to be available to them and I want to be able to volunteer at their school and I need to be around after school to, you know, drive them to hockey and whatever. So um, just it's a it's a good job where I can sort of choose my hours and and keep that flexibility for the family. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely while awesome. doing something that I love, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the kind of the key thing too is like it's something that you are passionate about. It's an extension of you. So yeah. it kind of for some people, I know it's that no brainer thing of like this is what I'm going to create yeah. an income or a business out of. Yeah. Um, so it's awesome. What continues to motivate you to keep your health at this level that it's at now or your fitness at this level it's at now? Honestly, it's my kids. And it's it's not and it's not just to like stay healthy and live long for them and it's not just to um like be a good role model. Like those are very important reasons like for your kids, but honestly, I love my kids and I want to, you know, be that cool mom and I want to do things with them. I see them. you on your longboard. Yeah, <laughs> like cool honestly, mom. like my son says, you know, I used to snowboard when I was a teenager and then I, you know, I gave it up and then as my son got a little bit older, he wanted to get into snowboarding. He's like, will you come snowboarding with me? I was like, yeah, sure, sure, I'll go snowboarding. But you know what? So my son is asking me, and he was like already 10 at this point. So my cool. son is Mom asking me to spend time with him. I will, you want to do skydiving? Yes. Okay, fine. You want to do like street luging? Okay, like anything you want. If you want to spend time with me, hundred percent. I will do any activity you want me to do. So really what kind of became my fuel was like, I, I want to be that cool mom. I want to be able to do things with my kids. I don't want to just sit there and watch them. Mm-hmm. I want to do the things with them so we can spend time together. We can bond together and, uh, you know, just enjoy life together. Right. So honestly, that's where I'm at right now. I love that. I love that you want to be like right in there in the rink with them and like totally. doing all that stuff. Yeah. Cause like a lot of people's motivation is to keep up with their kids, yeah. right? Um, and you want to be, I love that you said the cool mom because I totally think you are that cool <laughs> well, mom. Yeah, I'm trying. And For obviously, now. yeah, at least yeah. your overall happiness, right? Just making it, that's what yeah. brings you joy and that's right. what gives you that passion. Yeah. And I guess, how do you then fit the meals 
in there because I see you know on Instagram and you're doing your little snippets where you're yeah. showing us how you're prepping so do you, does your whole family eat the same way you eat is it just you how do you make that or create family. that balance right yeah and have it you know be involved with the family so it's sort of when I sort of got started like being a little bit more serious and more direct with my nutrition um, I was kind of doing it on my own but then it became like a restaurant and okay. I was a short order cook and I was making like three different meals or three different variations of every meal every day and it was like you know this this isn't gonna work long term Mm -hmm. so it was you know what you're you're eating what I'm eating basically right you know with with flexibility of course but for the most part like so if you've seen on my Instagram story I do the meal prep I do like the chicken and the broccoli or the beans and whatever and the rice and my kids take that to lunch to school for lunch like I pack it up for them and they're totally fine with it they they like it Mm -hmm. you know they know that it's healthy it's not the most exciting thing Mm -hmm. but guess what neither are sandwiches yeah. Right? Or whatever True. other school lunches they have to eat. Like those bologna and cheese ones I had were real old, real <laughs> I quick. got bologna exactly, and ketchup. Exactly, right? Bologna and ketchup. <laughs> totally. Ketchup. <laughs> so it's like whatever you're eating every single day, it's it's really not going to probably be that exciting. But they don't mind it for the yeah. most part. They, they see, like, the benefit of eating properly. You know, my, my kids are getting older, so their sports are getting more competitive and so they are actually starting to see the value of that nutrition as well of course they still have like the cookies and the treats and whatever but mm-hmm. for the most part they know like this is the, the healthy part of the meal and I've got to eat that so for the most part I do try and get the family to eat what I'm eating mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm. and I, your boys how old are they again uh nine and 13 so at that age they're past that like I know my kids right now are at that picky stage where yeah. it's like they see something and they throw it on the floor, feed it to the dog. So yeah. they're at that age where they're modeling, they're seeing your behavior and they, they're old enough to know yeah. like, okay, this is, you know, what we've got to do. Yeah. Obviously mom's giving it to us for a specific reason right. because she wants the best for us and all that stuff. And yeah. I love that you say they still get their treats. They still get yeah, all that. So totally. they, they're understanding that healthy balance yeah. right off the hop. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the questions we got from um, one of our listeners is like, was what the fuck do I eat? Yeah. Which I get is like a lot of yeah. uh, in-depth information or question. But, um, and then one thing is like, stop with the cucumbers. So how do you, you know, provide that food um, and make it still fun? Like I know you said it like sometimes it becomes like um, repetitive. Yeah. But how do you keep it uh, different, right? Yeah. So like I, I'm sort of, my lunch is sort of the meal that sort of stays constant and that's the typical chicken, rice and broccoli or chicken, rice and green beans. But to be honest, I, I like that. Yeah. Okay. But so then I get a little more flexible with what I eat for breakfast, what I have for snacks, and what we have for dinner, right? Mm -hmm. So I know that I'm getting like one really good balanced meal in there, you know, during the day. And then I know that my, you know, my breakfast is going to be pretty good and my snacks are going to be pretty good. But I I play around with that stuff more. So it's like the lunch, just like my kids' lunch and my husband's lunch. It's the same old boring kind of thing every single day. But that's what it is, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it's going to be. And then, you know, I kind of try and make it more exciting, more things that, you know, we all love for all those other meals in the Mm -hmm. day, you know? And the nice thing too is even if you have like your same chicken, broccoli, and rice, like there's so many great products out there now where you can spice it up or season it or different sauces and make it a little bit more playful and exciting too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of going off of that, like for the busy, not just moms, but like the woman on the go, you know, the busy entrepreneur, the busy mom, the busy um, anybody, student, is there any like kind of go-to meal that you would say is like, Simple, quick, but also getting you, like, jam-packed full of nutrition. Yeah. So, 
Honestly, I don't know about a specific meal, but I would say meal prep mm -hmm. is what saves my butt all the time. And it, like and I tell this to people all the time, it doesn't matter what you prep. Mm -hmm. If you're cooking something at home, whether it be a soup or a stew or a casserole or whatever, and you're making that and you have a whole batch of it that's ready to go for the week, then that's going to be healthier than you, you know, if you can take that whatever casserole or super stew with you every day for five days straight and have them in your lunchbox for lunch, uh, you know, and, or when you're out on the go or whatever, it's going to save you from hitting a drive through It's going to stop you from, not only because you're going to feel guilty, you've got this perfectly good meal ready here to eat, so like why am I going to waste it and spend this money? Yeah. <laughs> and so you're going to feel guilty not eating it, but then obviously it's going to stop you from eating that junk. So I just, I feel like, Whatever you want to eat, like just make a batch of it in advance. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just as easy to make one as it is to make five. Mm -hmm. So like, and so then in terms of like, in if we want to go healthy, then obviously chicken breast is kind of the go-to, right? So what right. I would suggest is cook up an entire pack of chicken breasts. I throw like, we don't need to cook three or four. Cook ten, okay? Mm -hmm. Cook ten of them. However you like to do it, grill it and then cut it all up and put it in a box. You can put it like just even plain chicken breast in a Ziploc. You know, mm -hmm. you can add chicken breast to soup, salad, wraps. You can eat it plain. You can add to add it to your chicken and broccoli or what, or your rice and broccoli, you know? So yeah. it's like, that's kind of, it's not exciting, but that's an easy way to get, you know, that protein in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I like the to-go bag style thing. Just like, yeah. yeah. We totally do that with our kids too, right? Like yeah. if we're looking at that concept, you give them a snack, you put it in a bag, and you bring it with you. So yeah. Why, and why wouldn't they eat that? I'm sure my daughter, if I was like, here, just have some little chicken and munch on her. She's having yeah. like, okay. And then you know yeah. what? So, like, even if you only <laughs> even if you only made that chicken breast and yeah. you put a little Ziploc baggie of chicken breast and then you're on the go and you hit Tim Hortons with your kids and you had a soup or you had a bagel or whatever, you're still going to get a more balanced meal now that you've had that chicken breast right. too, yeah. right? So, like... You've had something good. You've had your good protein. And yeah, okay, now you're going to have a bagel or soup or whatever it is in addition to it. But you know that you've kind of, you're hitting that protein target. Like protein's pretty important, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just doing the best you can is, you know. Yeah. And yeah. cooking your food. Like just try and get in the habit of making your own food. And that's why I say it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a soup, a stew, a casserole, whatever. Making something at home yeah. from scratch is always going to be better than something at a restaurant or a drive-thru. Oh, right? yeah. that's I love like yeah. barbecuing burgers at home. I'm yeah. like, you know what? If I'm craving a burger, I would much rather do it at home, Like I, especially totally. a homemade patty. Like They're so easy to Absolutely. make, and then you know what's going into it, yeah. and you can pay attention to, to things like that, and then you can be more flexible about your side dishes yeah. at home, whereas if you're going for takeout, like you're pretty limited to like french fries, right? right. Yeah. At home, you could have some vegetables, you could have salad, things like that. Yeah. I know... I'm trying, I personally struggle with that a lot with, um, especially being out of town now too. Yeah. Sometimes I can't even like, for example, for today, I'm working a split shift today at my job and there's no sense in me driving all the way back home. So I'm, I'm going to make a healthy option and stop somewhere like Freshy, but yeah. I easily could just say like, you know what, let's just go to McDonald's, something right. like that. But, um, I didn't know I was working a split until I got into the city this morning. Yeah. Otherwise I would have been right. more intentional about mm -hmm. my meal planning. But for some people, I think that's a really big struggle with that yeah. life on the go is is figuring out like how to get it all in yeah and make that a priority well like you said the stews like a lot of times we could do crock pots set them totally in the morning, but it's just that preparation I think yeah. what ends yeah. up happening is it's the convenience mm -hmm. um of having yeah. something that's already made for you yeah right? and how busy you are but just trying to prioritize you and your family's health and trying to put that first and I think yeah. um it's hard so I guess 
looking at that and like the difficulties people have with nutrition and like maybe figuring out workouts what is the benefits of being a fit like hiring a g-fit fitness coach because i guess that's where i I don't know if you mentioned it but that you're with team g-fit yeah so i mean like obviously nutrition is a huge huge part of it and i know that even from my own personal experience i was busting my butt for years working out running doing everything p90x whatever like going super intense Mm -hmm. with the workouts and the nutrition piece was just like second secondary it was kind of like whatever sometimes it was good sometimes it wasn't and uh, so i know firsthand that when you don't prioritize the nutrition like we all like it seems like the workout portion of things is what gets prioritized and then the nutrition is almost secondary but it really should be the other way around the nutrition should be what we're focusing on you can't work a bad diet (laughs) but it's true right you really can't you can't outrun your fork or whatever you want to say and it's true and i know that for a fact so I think one of the biggest benefits of like hiring a, an actual coach as opposed to just a personal trainer, personal trainer is great, but having someone to help you with your nutrition, I think is super important because they are going to do all the calculating for you, right? They're going to know what your goals are. They're going to know your weight and whatever, and your level of activity. And they're going to do all the calculating for you in terms of your caloric needs, your macronutrients and all that. So you don't have to do any counting and track because that's tedious right yeah. and, it, and and for some people it can become like an obsessive thing it's, too right yeah. yeah yeah and so so having a coach just kind of do all that for you and just then they can create a meal plan that's not only going to hit those um uh you know those targets for you in terms of calories and macros yeah but they sh- a good coach will be able to make a meal plan for you that's actually enjoyable right because you can technically eat almost anything you want within moderation if it's planned out properly right so working with a coach like myself they're gonna ask you you know like what are the things you like what's something that you can't live without Cake, like carbs. right like and, and and how can i know and how can we kind of fit this in to make, you know, so that you can hit your all, make all your needs, but not feel like you're like starving and like all sad about Maybe what you chocolates. eat. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you really can fit everything in. So having a coach is going to kind of help you redirect. And so I find for myself, like to get control over your nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I know like a, a big part of it too is like the portion size, right? Por- you yes. know, our, our perception of portion is out of that whack. That is for sure a very Ooh. big struggle point for yeah. me. <laughs> I know. I need to buy smaller plates. (laughs) I know, right? And especially when it comes to the carbs and stuff. So it can kind of help you just, um, you know, reevaluate what is sort of an appropriate portion. Like I know for myself, I was actually a G-Fit client a few years ago. And so I used to eat cereal for breakfast, like vector cereal, which I think is good. And it would seem like it was a good choice, but I would have a bowl, you know, then you'd have some milk. So then you add a little bit more cereal and you have a bowl. Then I started on the plan and she's like, you know, my coach was like, well, what do you want to have for breakfast? I was like, well, I really like Vector. She's like, okay, great. So she tells me what the portion is. The first day I went to pour it out. I was like, where's my cereal? Like, this is sad. But over time I was like, okay, you know what? This is actually, this is the appropriate amount of cereal, right? Like what I was eating before until I was full and the box is half empty. That's not appropriate. For serving half mm -hmm. a box. Yeah. Right. And everybody's serving size is going to be different. So, you know, just having a coach is going to help you kind of get dialed in, but hopefully in a way that's enjoyable for you. Yeah. And, um, you know, so that you don't have to be too obsessive over, like, I mean, measuring and portion is going to be important. Like it just is, especially for a little while, especially if, your perception of portion is a little bit out of whack. For some people, that's a shocker. Yeah, like all of it, it is for all of us, right? Mm -hmm. And then so making sure that you're, one, not eating too much of something, but also 
not eating like not enough of something. So I know for me, like in terms of my chicken and rice, I weigh it and it's not because I want to be obsessive and it's not because I can't like deal with the intuitive eating side of it. But if I was just like listening to my body, I would eat the entire pot of rice Mm -hmm. and I would eat one bite of chicken, right? Right. So So now when I've got it like measured out, now I'm going to not only not eat too much rice, but I'm gonna. I've got it measured my my chicken, so I know that I'm gonna eat enough chicken, right? So yeah. Too much carbs and enough of the protein, right? It's so that just, educated way. Yeah. It's honestly that's what I feel like. It's gonna get you some like. It's gonna help you gain perspective over what's sort of appropriate, right? Yeah. Well, I think as a society we undereat protein for like a totally, lot yeah. of reasons, and we think it's like oh, it's added in there access. too, though, right? Like everyone's like, oh, well, cereals like with protein. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, it's like got two grams or right whatever. Like, yeah that's not enough just no to it's you. marketing really yeah. yeah a lot of those things yeah. it's marketing ploys to say that they've yeah. got protein in there whatever it is so yeah yeah i definitely think that the easier stuff to touch on to grab is a carbs but i'm um, kind of like riffing on what you were saying about like not being obsessive or anything like that but um in like society where we there's so many fad diets there's yeah. all these things rolling out oh, like the, the tabloids all that stuff yeah and there's always something new and we're always being compared to like people on instagram and in magazines and all oh, that stuff no. how would you like encourage women not even just women anybody any of your clients how would you encourage them to start their health and fitness journey for their health and not for just the aesthetic outcome yeah, I know. That's such a tough one. And I think that's something that comes over time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also something that can come with maturity or and or life experience, right? So like I know for myself, like I said, when I first started working out, it was for looks. That mm-hmm. was my motivation, right? Um, but as I've gotten older, my journey in fitness has changed. And so my perception has changed. So sometimes it takes like a life event to sort of change your perspective on really what's important, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it could be a health scare. It could be a life change like having a baby or whatever, right? So, you know, you got to look deeper. It's got to be deeper than how you look. Like, that's just not going to be enough. And it Mm -hmm. shouldn't be, like, that shouldn't be enough. Mm -hmm. And if that's all you're, I mean, whatever, hey, if that's all you care about, then that's, that's for you. I'm certain that at some point you're going to change your mind, right? Like I, I see girls in the gym all the time and I know that they're, they're there to look a certain way Mm -hmm. and that's fine because that's where they're at right now, but they're not always going to be there. It's going to, it's, it's going to take them time to reevaluate where they're at and it could take a certain type of life event for them to kind of change their perspective. But I just Mm -hmm. think like it's got to be deeper than looks. It has Mm -hmm. to be, you know? Yeah. Especially for like, I never even realized it from the other perspective, but having a daughter, and Chelsea has two yeah. daughters, but, like, oh, it's the worst. And, like, I want to show her the aspect of, like, eating healthy and doing that, but also not, like, overanalyzing from the perspective of societal norms. Like, yeah. I need to be skinnier I'm, or, like, those keywords we say, like, I'm too fat or I yeah. look bad or I, I think I look ugly, right? Yeah. I noticed myself after becoming a mom of a girl, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, love yourself, right? And it's so hard because thankfully we're now going into a society where, like, body positivity is becoming so much more. Not to say that health isn't a priority in that, but just I see that happening so much and I definitely think it's clearly a struggle. Yeah, yeah, but the shift in the focus, right? So, like, that body positivity movement is, like, it is about the deeper meaning for doing things, right? Like. So when you see people like Ashley Graham, like the, you know, she's a plus size model. In my opinion, I don't think she's plus size. Like, (laughs) like, I don't know what their definition is, but like, 
you know, you see people like that now that are the 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 average. I'm not going to say the normal because yeah. there's people of all different shapes and sizes, but it's more realistic yeah. for young women to see and not be like, why am I not a size zero or why am I not that? Why am I, why don't I have yeah. abs and all that stuff? And these women are talking about like they don't do those crazy yeah. Victoria's Secret model diets or whatever is no. out there. Like a lot of them are doing their intuitive eating and they have lifestyles. Um, they're they're being active and yeah. they're showing that side of things, but it's not just about a certain size or a yeah. number. Well, even look at like uh, Khloe Kardashian, right? Like she, they still work yeah. out. Like it's just not to the point where they're going to extreme. Like I'm going to have a 1200 calorie diet. Yeah. Um, to be a size zero when yeah. my body just doesn't yeah. carry weight that way. We all have that like homeostasis or that level of yeah. norm right for each person for sure you know we're that like comfortable yeah level. yeah yeah but i think for, like first and foremost is like well we know the comparison is never ever good so it's like no. if you find yourself emulating people on instagram or celebrities or whatever like mm-hmm. unfollow them yeah yeah unfollow them yeah stop reading the magazines it's mm-hmm. all airbrushed especially celebrities they've got thousands and millions of dollars for trainers and meal plans and surgery and this you can't trust any of it and like the photoshopping and everything even for just a regular old influencer on instagram it's like it's it's very easy for people to do so it's like unfollow these people stop comparison um, yeah even some of those fitness trainers are were caught um yeah modifying their photos well now they actually instagram i love that they did this but now they have a ban where if you're not 18 or older you are blocked from seeing any sort of like weight loss supplement or product anything like that which is really great because that's another thing too is i think that we see all of these celebrities or even there are some people in the fitness industry who probably you know are in that for a paycheck yeah or a royalty or whatever but they're promoting these like detoxes and these products and all this stuff and it's like no like what we need to be doing is promoting eating healthy and listening to your body and moving your body and just being Mm -hmm. healthy for health not for your bikini body because you have a a body get in a bikini have a bikini body (laughs) yeah you know what i'll tell you right now from personal experience when I'm five pounds lighter than I am today or 5% body fat less than I am right now, mm-hmm. my bikini today and my bikini in that body, I, I don't feel any better. Yeah. I might yeah. look back at those pictures and be like, oh, damn, you know, you look lean, girl. Yeah. But like in the moment, I don't feel any better about yeah. it. So yeah. it's like to obsess and stress over like body fat percentage or like, you know, five pounds on the scale. It's not, it's not doing, it's not serving you. You know, yeah, you got to right. let it go. But again, all these things, it takes time. Like it takes time to shift your focus, shift your mindset into like realizing what's important, what isn't, and what is fake and bullshit out there. Like yes. it's, we are bombarded with it. It's like absurd. Even Sobeys had the skinny tea and I was like, I can't even, and it was right in the front by the check. And I was like, I can't believe like a wholesome little grocery store yeah. in Birds Hill is Selling this front end, I wanted to like, if it wasn't right in front of the checkout, I probably would have just whipped it off the shelf or like uh-huh. just messed it all up. But it was like 10 cashiers would have seen me. I'd be so. lying if I, like, I actually have stood in that aisle and like browsed through those. Seats. I know. As I feel like because they're there, yeah. you, you know, especially if you're in a place where you haven't really healed and you're still really focused on that, like weight loss, like yeah. looking at these cleanses at the store, I've been like, okay, I'm going to do a three day, like full blown, like liquid yeah. cleanse. And it's like, you're just crapping your pants at that point. Like, you're not getting any no, healthier. And no, you're your insides are burning. Yeah, you're don't like, go out in public because you will shit yeah, yourself. Yeah, be here in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, those yeah. are no bueno. Don't. You know what? The thing is, too, is like, 
I know that way, like, and, and a lot of times when I post something on Instagram or whatever, you know, you got to tread lightly because I know people, a lot of people that maybe don't know my story or they don't know my background, you know, certain things that I say might make people who are struggling feel like, well, it's easy for you to say. Yeah. It's easy for you to say, look at you, you know, you are a personal trainer, so you work out for a living and, you know, you, your body is this, so you don't have to worry. But no, the reality is I have been there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I've, I've been confused. I've been not loving my body. So it's like, I've struggled with nutrition. I've been confused about nutrition. I've bought stupid supplements. I've, you know, scrolled and clicked on things that made me feel like shit about myself. Like I've been there, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, I'm speaking from experience, but like I said, sometimes it just, you have to go through a journey to get to a certain point, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's tough. It's really tough. What are some small changes? Just kind of going in yeah. a little bit forward here that people can implement to begin living a healthier lifestyle. So if someone's just like, I don't know where to start, I'm doing all those things you're saying, I'm clicking the yeah. pictures or I'm buying the teas or whatever, how can they, what are the first uh, few small steps they can take to kind of change um, and begin a healthier lifestyle? Yeah, and so like, I know we need to, What first of all, I would say like, you gotta look at your diet. Mm-hmm. The workout and all that and moving, super important. But I think the first thing you got to do is look at your diet. And I don't mean stop eating cookies. I mean, if you're eating 10 cookies, start eating eight cookies. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you get used to eight cookies, bump it down to six. And then before you know it, and it might take a year, but before you know it, you're going to get to a point where one or two cookies is enough. Mm-hmm, okay. Right. If you're having three cups of coffee every day and they're double doubles every time, drop it down to a single single, right? Or drop it down to two cups of coffee a day. Making small little changes in your diet, like look at your diet, look at your overall diet and and identify the areas where there are obvious weaknesses and things that you can cut out that aren't gonna make you wanna die, right? Like, I'm not gonna say, yeah, like telling someone that's eating a ton of cookies every day, telling them not to ever eat a cookie again, that it's not gonna gonna work. They're gonna hate their life and and it's not gonna work. Yeah, they'll retaliate, they'll rebel. Still have your cookies, but don't have as many cookies, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, and then the biggest thing too is like stop drinking your calories. Like if you're Mm. drinking Coke and stuff like that, you got to cut that out. It's not good for you. It's going to rot your teeth. Like it is just, my dad lost 10 pounds by just not drinking Coke anymore. I didn't change a single thing. Yeah. There's, I don't know if any of you guys have read this book, but The Compound Effect, and there's actually an example in there, and it talks about just small little baby steps that just create this big, big compound, like, result at the end, and they have an example like that Mm -hmm. of someone who um, is drinking soda and stops drinking X amount of cups of soda a week, and at the end of the year had lost, like, 35 pounds, where the person who had stayed stagnant, like, who kept up their pepsi or coke whatever habit um ended up like gaining so yeah and just and i like that you say that too because the the thing that i find with a lot of fitness um or like nutrition like the diets that are out Mm -hmm. there um maybe that aren't aren't actually like planned educatedly um can create a lot of resentment and almost make people like bounce back even harder. Totally. Well, see, the, the whole problem with... Sorry, I'm not laughing, guys. We, no, have, a, we're at, we yeah. have a little guest that's watching us oh, in our boardroom yeah. here. <laughs> so, like, but the, the biggest problem with this whole make little changes thing is that it takes time. Yeah. yeah. People and are when patient. it comes to weight loss, nobody wants to wait. We all want quick results. Absolutely. We, we want it to be six weeks. We want it to be eight weeks. We want it to be a 90-day shred or a 21-day this. Yeah. The reality is it takes time. It might take you a year, but over the long term, yeah. it's going to create sustainability and that's what should always be your goal right if you quit everything cold turkey like you said you're gonna one day 
just go crazy and bounce back and go harder than you ever did before, right? right. And then you've got this yo-yo effect. So just yeah. making these small daily changes and being patient about it mm-hmm. is what is going to bring about the long-term change, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't just go from eating McDonald's every day for every meal to eating chicken, rice, and broccoli. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You're not going to be happy and it's not going to be sustainable. You have to make small changes. And then the other thing is like eat real food, mm-hmm. you know, like Try and, like, start cooking at home. Start eating real food. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're eating a lot of fast food, try and cut some of that out. Yeah. Right? So it's just, like, making those small changes and being patient about it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, after you can kind of start getting that in control, then you want to look at moving more. Right? Mm-hmm. But I say, like, you got to focus on the nutrition. And, yeah, that's the harder part. Mm-hmm. It really is. But that's where the big change is going to come. Yeah. Speaking of moving more, one of the questions we had from our listeners was, how do you keep fit with an injury? Yeah, that's so. a tough one. That's a big tough one for sure. I, and obviously, it's going to depend what the injury is. But I know, like, even for myself, I'm very stubborn, right? So I want to, like, kind of push through it or, like, fight through it. But in the long run, it doesn't pay off, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you've got to be patient with your injury. But, um, you know, like I said, obviously, it depends on what type of injury it is. But you, you should speak to someone who's qualified. Like, so I say, like, go to a, a physiotherapist or an athletic therapist or whatever. Like, even for myself, right away, when I've, if I've pulled something or something's not feeling right, instead of, like, pushing through it and keeping going, like, I'm, I, I book an appointment and ask some real questions, right, and get mm-hmm. some help. They're going to tell you what to avoid, you know, things you can do to help it out. But, you know, you've got to be easy on your body. You only get one body. And if you go too hard, then you're going to be out of the game yeah. completely. And then you're no further ahead. So so I guess some modifications potentially from a physiotherapist. Yeah. And yeah. I guess, like you're saying, nutrition, right? Like, yeah. make sure that's on point if you're not going to be For able sure, to yeah. yeah. So if you're, like, out of the game because of an injury, then you got to really dial it in on the nutrition, mm-hmm. right? And then you won't you know, lose your progress or whatever. Right. So yeah. Just yeah. that kind of balance. Yeah. Ebb and flow. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I don't have a question, but, sure. um, how, I guess you just started with team G fit. Um, not that long ago then. Not too long ago. Okay. Yeah. So what are some benefits of hiring a team G fit, you know, professional to help, uh, someone out with their nutrition or to hire, like hire you? What, what am I getting if, yeah. if I go to team G fit and I hire you as of my, so for starters, I'm obviously like very passionate about fitness and, and nutrition. And like I was saying, you know, I know what it's like. I'm, I'm, I'm not young anymore. I'm not old, but I'm not young. I, I've had kids. I live a busy life. I have a demanding life. So I, I feel like I bring a lot of experience right. to, you know, especially to, you know, a more average client, someone who is living a busy life, maybe a demanding job, maybe a family. So I come from a, a you know, a perspective of having that experience. So I kind of can know where you're coming from if you're kind of struggling with fitting everything in, which I know is, is big for a lot of people. Yeah. But then in terms of GFIT, like everything we do is custom, right? So like I was talking about the meal plan, we're going to create a custom meal plan for you. So it's like going to be a no brainer and it's going to incorporate things that you actually like to eat mm-hmm. right and it's going to be balanced it's going to help you meet those caloric needs uh, meet your macronutrients without you having to like count mm-hmm. and you know calculate and whatever so it's going to be kind of a no-brainer and then of course a custom training par- a plan right so that piece of it to help you reach your goals but then so are those workouts or, yeah okay. so workouts and that could be at home that could be in the gym it's whatever you like to do if, if you like body weight wor- workouts whatever we, we can make it completely custom to what oh, wow. you like doing mm-hmm. um, and then aside from that like GFIT is a team it's a family it's a community so you get the support of all the other clients that are on the program you get the support of all the coaches Grant Reed the owner is incredibly passionate about you know helping people he's transformed 
so many people's lives like honestly when you hear people that he's helped like you know that he cares Mm -hmm. you know and so for that reason he cares about his company he cares about his business he cares about his coaches he cares about all the clients so you know with you with that you get you're you're part of the team you're part of a family and that is what a lot of people need too is support right Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't have the support at home or a lot of people are you know starting this weight loss journey on their own right and they don't have you know, they might not even have the, the support of a spouse. So right, yeah. having a coach, someone that you can go to, like you could come to me 24 seven, shoot me a text if you're struggling with something and I will be there to help you out. You know, That's we have amazing. weekly mm-hmm. check-ins too. So we have some actual like FaceTime where we can talk and uh, work through things and then a monthly assessment too to help you. And then every four weeks, like you get a new plan. So it's not like you're not stuck eating the same thing over and over and over. And then as far as that too, like if I, if when someone creates a plan for you and you're like, you know, this isn't working for me. Like I, this makes me feel like dying every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, well, I'll see you in four weeks. No, yeah. like I'll, we'll adjust it. Right. So yeah. it's like, it's got to work for you and sustainability is like our mission. Right. Mm-hmm. The goal is obviously it's a business. So the goal is, you know, we're making money here but the goal is to eventually have our clients be able to continue on with this healthy lifestyle even after their gfit clients right like yeah that's really what we want we don't want any kind of yo-yoing or you know going up and down in terms of weight loss and stuff like that we like we want it to be sustainable it's got to yeah. work you know that is really the goal yeah yeah and for more information where can someone go to find out more about the plans offered for the fitness coaching for yeah so there's a there's a website it's www. Uh, teamgfit.com okay we'll link it below yeah yeah <laughs> link it. um and then of course they have an instagram so it's uh at team g underscore fit you can find me on instagram i'm at dynamic fitness 204 okay. um but yeah even if you just googled gfit they're, they're gonna come up right oh yeah they're perfect. big yeah, yeah they're big they're so all over canada guys i, I yeah. want to say they're huge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i personally you guys i've done um a program with gfit a couple of years ago and out of all of my experiences having a trainer and just in in general like dialing into my nutrition and my my working out like um the coach that I was with was so flexible so um I don't want to use the term hands-on yeah. <laughs> right involved yeah. like always you know checking in on me like even weekends that I was away at the lake I would just shoot him a text and be like look I'm going to the lake I can't get these workouts yeah. done, but what can I do instead and it was a great experience and yeah. I just I never felt alone even right. you know even when I was in the gym on my own I just yeah. always felt like I had someone there right. that support like, that's yeah. so important right because yeah. like I said sometimes you don't even have that with your own you know your own spouse or whatever or your friends or whatever they don't mm-hmm. maybe not get where you're coming from but mm-hmm. you know you can always count on that coach and then also you mentioned an important point too like we've always got these contingency plans right like if you're going away if you're going on vacation like we can help you yeah. cope with that so like you can still enjoy yourself but like help you find little ways to kind of not completely go off the rails when you're yeah yeah because that's life right like things come up like you have to be able to adapt your routine changes yeah absolutely so that's that's part of it too right Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome um before we wrap up is there anything else that you would want to say to our listeners um just any pieces of tangible advice or or anything you want to leave them with 
Yeah, like for sure, I would say a few things. Like we got to stop the comparison. You got to just, honestly, if you're scrolling through Instagram and anybody's making you feel bad about yourself in any way, like just unfollow them. Like yeah. it's it's that simple. You, you you won't even miss them and you'll be like so relieved. So that's first things first. You can't you can't compare yourself to anybody else, especially on the internet or in the media because it's all fake okay, mm-hmm. for starters, right? There's filters and air, air Photoshop and all. <laughs> no, it isn't. It really isn't. And, um, you know, and you can't follow whatever your friend or that celebrity is doing in terms of their workouts and their diet don't do Beyonce's diet don't do and like it's not gonna work for you you gotta you gotta find what is right for you so Mm -hmm. anybody else's workout plan or meal plan is not yours like you gotta find your own thing right and then also like you gotta give yourself time it like you just do it it takes time you can't expect results overnight you know there's the funny meme like you're not amazon prime like it's yeah. not right it's not you're not, you're not gonna show up tomorrow society of like no one has that delayed yeah. gratification anymore. everything is instant we don't have to wait for a single thing but i Even mean your coffee you yeah. have to just you have to believe in the process you know like hire a good coach get some real science-based information you mm-hmm. know what i mean holla at your girl on gfit yeah <laughs> right like go with the science you know yeah. what i mean and and give yourself time you just yeah. have to give it time yeah yeah that's awesome well thank you so much for joining yeah. us yeah. i, I learned a lot even me. just sitting here so Aww. i'm like hey i'm coming to gfit now yeah we're gonna talk later Aww. thank you but, so much for having me yeah absolutely yeah, it was a pleasure that's it for today thank you so much for listening to this episode make sure that you subscribe and keep tuning in to future episodes we love hearing from you so let us know what you thought of this episode and if there's any topic that you want to hear about or any questions you want answered send us an email to the address we've linked below in the show notes remember to tell your friends about the show and don't forget girls got goals